0: what's up you guys it's your host Anna welcome to this week's episode on undereducated today I am here with Jen she is a content creator a tiktoker and a mama and we are here to talk about her motherhood journey as you listen you will hear how she completely lets her faith guide her through the unexpected that life throws at you and has made her into the mom she is today so let's get going TikToker, videographer, all the things. You do it all.
1: Oh my gosh. I Thank you for having me, no, by the you, way. I'm so excited coming. about this. I know, me too. I literally, this is my first podcast, so bear with me. Um, but yeah, my name is Jen. I love running. I love making videos on TikTok. Are you still, I'm just interrupting you. Are you training for Boston? I thought I saw that. I was. Okay. But, you know, after, I mean, I, Nora was a surprise so I had to stop halfway okay, so through my we'll journey it. <laughs> but I would love to you yeah. know do that whole journey again but um but yeah I am a young mom um I'm currently doing videography as well as content creations and yeah <laughs>
0: okay. I know I love it so I asked Jen to come on because I really do think you just have so much to offer as kind of like a young mom that's out here totally like doing her thing and making the most of like motherhood as well as like kind of being a businesswoman on the side which i love with all your content creation yeah. and we were just laughing that like you show up on my for you page on tiktok <laughs> and i like, don't even know what tiktok is because i'm so out of it but you're like so cute and so good at it and um i just think it's so fun to watch you and like your whole story kind of evolve on tiktok yeah. i've seen it yeah of, you know from the beginning yeah. And I wanted you on to just like talk us through the behind the scenes because you only get so much from like a
1: 10 second oh, TikTok. for sure. Oh mean. my gosh. It's been quite a journey. Where do I even start? Um, Let's start with how you met your husband. Yes. Okay. Um, I so name. I met him through mutual friends. Okay. Not really mutual friends, you guys. It was through mutual, but we just tell everyone <laughs> that. But, you know, at this point, we're just going to embrace it. We met through mutual. I love it. And funny thing is, he was actually my first match, my no. first date. And it's so funny because um, when I matched with him, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's way too good looking. He's probably just going to want to make out, like, yeah. whatever. And Yeah. <laughs> and so I deleted the app. But he was persistent, and he reached out to me on Instagram. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's that guy from mutual like the only guy I matched on basically and he was like you know what I move to Hawaii in a week like we should totally like hang out I'm like okay you want to hang out but you're moving to Hawaii like like, okay can I
0: say booty call I'm like wait a second I'm like
1: "Mm, yeah maybe not I'm like he just wants to make it I knew it I'm like he's He's too hot. It's fine. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I saw that coming. But he was persistent. He asked okay. me every single day for a whole week before he left. I love it. And the night before he left to Hawaii, I just had this biggest like I literally had the biggest FOMO. I was like, if I don't go on a, this date, I feel like I'm gonna miss out on something. Yeah. Maybe making out with a hot guy, I'm not sure. You were like, but- if anything, I get a make out out of it. Like, <laughs> <I'm know>. whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, and I was like, and should I go on this date? And I don't know. I just had this weird feeling I needed to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, so yeah, I messaged him and I said, do you still want to get together? Funny thing is he had a, another date already planned. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that same night. And he canceled with the other girl <clears throat> to go on a date with me. I never That's knew that. He's actually so tender, though. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, wait, he actually. He was so
0: serious. Yeah, he was serious. Yeah.
1: And I had no idea. Anyways, we ended up going up the canyon. Which do not go up the canyon <laughs> on your first day. I repeat, do not do that. But for some reason, I was just dumb and had a good feeling. Like, yeah, that's
0: well, fine. I have a good feeling. He's cute. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> He's moving to Hawaii tomorrow. Like, yes, it's
1: fine. It's fine. If he murders me, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like texting all my friends. I'm like, guys, I'm gonna go Here's up the canyon. My Here's my location. Literally is. <laughs> but anyways, it ended up being the best day I ever went on. I mean, yeah. we had this just amazing connection, and it was just so easy. And um, there was no, like, expectation or pressure because he was leaving. Right. So, like, we were able to be ourselves, and it was just, it was just perfect. And I remember at the end of the date, he just looks at me and he said, you're, like, literally the happiest person I've ever met. And for me, I tip, I've i been on dates where guys have been like, you're so pretty, or like, you know, just say yeah. the, like, perfect thing like, things. superficial something yes. about the way I look. Yes, I, I yes, make, I just I'm to hot, make like, out or yes. whatever. Yeah. But for him, I felt like he was just so genuine about everything he said, and I'd never heard that compliment before. Yeah. And I had just gotten out of, like, a toxic relationship and, honestly, a toxic life, and I had mm-hmm. been, for the past – or previous to that date for the past six months, I had been working on myself spiritually. So to hear that from him, even if we weren't going to go on another date, like that meant so much to me to hear, wow, you're the happiest person I've ever met. I'm like, wow, like I haven't, I'm finally at a place where like I want to be, I feel happy. And like, that's what like stood out to me from that date. Long story short, um, he ended up moving to Hawaii and then flew down for my birthday a week later. I'm like, okay, this guy's really interested. Wow. Um, and then I ended up flying out because he was so persistent to see me that I was like, okay, like, like it's okay that. to you know yeah. show my effort now that he has showed his. You totally. know. Um, so we went down there. We made it official, and. We dated long distance for two months, got back, dated, and then
0: long distance is the worst. Yeah, it's literally the
1: worst. But yeah, the rest is history. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh, and such a tender story. (laughs) Oh. I love hearing people's love stories, and then watching how like it evolves into them starting their families, which is where we're gonna get next for sure. Which have the cutest baby, Nora. I. Just want to squeeze her, but you said she was a surprise. Yes. Okay, so walk us through. Oh how, yeah. How did it happen?
1: <laughs> okay, so fast forward, Zach and I got married, and the whole time that we were married, um, I knew that he wanted to go to medical school, but I think making money was like such a priority for him that he couldn't ever focused on that mm-hmm. being, you know, his goal. And I think all men can relate to that. I think it's just totally. part of being a guy, like, just, you know, to be able to provide. And um, the whole time I, I knew, like, that he was supposed to be a doctor. And, like, he was amazing at summer sales. So it was hard because, you know, like, I didn't want to take him from something he was so good at and he was making money and we were mm-hmm. set. But I knew that there was something else for him. And not putting down anyone who does summer sales because I know oh, no, no, that's no. a lot of people's, like,
0: absolutely career
1: and, like, what they love yes. and whatnot. It just – I knew it wasn't for us, mm-hmm. even though he was doing so good. So it was hard. And two years go by, and I ended up selling with him, too, just to support oh, no. him. <laughs> that's amazing. Which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. But I knew, like, after that second summer, I was like, something else I think you should go back to school and like focus on that and I think he like on board or was he kind of like no we're fine like I don't need to for him I just kind of asked him all the hard questions like what do you want in life like what do you actually want to do like in the future you know it'll be nice to like have all I mean not doing medical school it'll be nice to be like financially set now but will you regret this in the future like and I think for us, like, as a couple, the most important thing um, for us is honestly just, like, and how we, like, connected in the first place was, like, how we're going li- to leave an impact on the world. And that's something that we talked about, like, since the beginning of, like, a relationship. I'm, like, are we actually leaving an impact doing cells? Mm-hmm. Like, are we using all our talents and gifts that God gave us? Or, like, are we just here for the money? Totally. And we were definitely just there for the money. So sorry, I'm I'm getting there, don't worry. <laughs> this is all part of the story, I love it. Um, so um he's like, Okay, I'm gonna commit to this and I'm okay. like, Okay, I'm like, Heavenly Father, I'm like, give me the strength. Like, this was before like I knew what I was gonna do and like I hadn't I'd done videography, but like it wasn't really like like a full-time job. It was yeah, just kind was of like a like hobby. Like this yeah. Is fun. Like Occasionally whatever. doing weddings and whatnot. And so I like, well, he was, you know, committing to that. I was like, wait, what am I committing to? I'm like, wait, what's my journey? Am I just going to help him? So, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. So, um, yeah. So he starts doing school and I was like, you know what, I need to find something, like, for me. Because,
0: like, that's a big life switch. Oh, yeah. To go from, like, summer sales, which my husband and I have also done. Yeah. To, like, we are going all in on school. Yeah. And not only on school, but, like, a very long road of school. Oh, like, for sure. Like, school is no joke. That is a commitment that you're like, okay. Yeah. Here we go for the next possibly 12 years. Oh, my gosh. Depending on what you choose to yes. study. Like, this is great. For <laughs> you sure. You know, and I just feel like that would be such a mental shift. And for you to all of a sudden be like, okay, wait, what do I do now?
1: Oh, yeah, and not only that, like, we now are going to have to, like, live a little bit more frugal, like, he's not going to be able to provide, and for me, I'm like, okay, like, if we're actually going to do medical school for this long, like, and go through this whole process, like, I'm going to need to provide, like, and so that was, like, a little scary for me, even though, like, I knew it was the right thing, You know, Mm -hmm. it still was, like, really scary for me. And so in the beginning of that year, which was year 2021, so it was last year, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to train for Boston. I want to do something hard, and maybe that will inspire me for the next step. Because I didn't really have anything going for me. Mm -hmm. I was doing school, but I don't know. Like, I'm not... I'm personally like yeah. not good at school. It's was not was my it strength. Just, was it something that you were like,
0: wow, this is my calling. Yeah, I need and to go do this. Basically,
1: I was just doing it to check off the box. I feel like I, I was, am paying
0: tuition for a piece of paper. Like so. literally, and I yeah. was
1: like, wait, is this really what I want to do? Yeah. Um, but so I was training, and I just remember just praying every single day, just being like, Heavenly Father, like just guide me in what I need to do, and like how I can prepare for this journey because I'm really scared. And, lo and behold, I find out that I'm pregnant. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. Was this what you were, like, is this my answer? Because, I don't know. You're like, because what? I'm like, I don't know about this one. Um, are you sure about this one? I'm like, wait a second. Um, okay. I'm like, wait a second. This is going to be a lot harder. Yeah. You're like, this is
0: not like a, oh, this is a year stint of me wanting to try something new. Oh, yeah. So you're like, this is now a big life change. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, involved. wait, is this
1: part of the plan? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess this is part of the plan. I like, am with it, maybe? Oh, yeah. But, no. the When I found out I was pregnant, I was s- even beyond scared. I was like – but the whole time, I was like, okay, like, this has to be happening for a reason. Hmm. And so – and we had planned on having a child, like, a year later. So okay. it wasn't, like, too big of, like – a. Scare, but that's when we had just committed to medical school, so we were like, "Uh, wait, like, here we go. Medical school still the plan? Like, yeah. I don't know." And so I remember, um, the week that I found out, I was so stressed and had so much anxiety, and within like the LES church, like, um, I we do this thing called giving a blessing and I had asked for a blessing from my husband and in the blessing it basically said and I was just hoping to just honestly just have peace and comfort but in the blessing it said that she was or whoever, the baby that I was carrying was my best friend in the last life and that this person
0: (laughs) Can you see my arm?
1: (laughs) My girl No, it seriously was like probably the most beautiful experience I've ever had in my whole entire life and yeah um he told me that um she was my best friend in the last last life and that she had been waiting to come down for like a really really long time and he didn't mention it if it were he or she but I knew after that blessing that it was a girl and that she was my best friend and literally right after he gave me that blessing, I wrote down in my journal, like, literally, dear Nora, I knew her name already, oh my gosh. and I said, dear Nora, I'm so scared right now, um, and I don't know if I'm ready to be a mom, and, sorry, but, um, and I just wrote down all my feelings, and I just said, but I'm so grateful for this opportunity to like learn and grow and yeah maybe I'm not ready but you're never ready and like I think like Heavenly Father trust me if he's sending you down right now and that there's something in store for me so after that blessing I really had a different outlook on the whole thing I no longer was scared and I I looked at it as like my part of my journey and I was like, okay, this was my plan. Like this is what I've been praying for. Like Heavenly Father knew that this was the only thing that would actually put me into place. Um, so the that year, um, she literally was the person who inspired me to start my videography business. I was like, if I'm gonna have a baby, I have one summer to get my life together. I literally have one summer. To have an income for my family, because like at that point, Zach wasn't doing summer cells, doing, yeah, he's all in just in at all school. in at school So mm-hmm. For me, I felt this pressure like, oh my gosh, like, I want to be able to, and I didn't grow up with a lot of money. so for me, it's always been very important um, to honestly just be financially stable because yeah. I don't want to repeat the same thing that my parents had to go through. So, I started my videography business and just everything took off like everything worked out I mean I got a wedding in France um, thanks to like my sister-in-law and like I just made the best connections and just everything really just worked out and um, by the time I was ready to have Nora like I really felt like everything fell into place and I was like oh my gosh like looking back, I'm like, wow, if you really just put God first, all things will truly fall into place. Mm -hmm. And I just made that my intention. And so, um, but so moving forward, I, there was like a bit of a scare, um, a few weeks before Nora's due date, like they thought she was, um, not growing at all and which for me they told me that but I don't know why I didn't feel scared and I actually thought like they were wrong I was like there's no way I'm like I feel great and I feel like motherly intuition is like such a real thing oh yeah 100% and I they were telling me like okay like I think she's we're gonna have to take her out early we don't know if it's placenta we don't know if you know, so and so. So
0: at this point, I'm assuming, and this is me just like,
1: yeah, wondering, but
0: um, they're guessing she's not growing because of like the size of your belly. Yeah, when, when you were measuring. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. So like every week in those last couple appointments, they're measuring you with that tape measure. Mm-hmm. They're seeing where your belly button lines up with the top of your uterus. Yeah. Making sure you should match within like two ish weeks of what week of pregnancy you yeah. are. So you're supposed to be 37, and you're measuring, like, what, 33? Like, something yep. like that? Yeah, okay. 100%. Okay. Yes.
1: And they also did, like, the stress test. And, like, she was passing all the tests. Like, yeah. everything looked fine, her heartbeat, whatnot. And I was like, I think, honestly, they're just basing it off, like, just what they see. Okay. And I've been told by many friends that when they went in for an ultrasound, that it was just not accurate to when yeah, their baby was so born. it's so hard because, like... Everything is an estimate.
0: Oh, yeah. And obviously, medical professionals try and be, like, as accurate as they can. Yeah. They try and give you, like, you know, yeah. real information. Yeah. But it's, like, they don't see you. Like, they can't see what's actually in your oh, body. Oh, yeah. You know and I mean? I'm
1: sure yeah. you know being, like, no, a nurse. but, like, it's so yeah.
0: hard because you do. It's, like, okay, here's your estimated due date. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a baby could come three weeks after that and be, Oh like, yeah. Pounds. Oh yeah. Like oh no, we were just off by three weeks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like
1: for sure. I don't know.
0: It's so tricky. But to be in a situation where they're estimating that your baby is not growing. Yeah. To the point that you are in pregnancy. Yeah. I can imagine like. I feel like I would be stressed, but you're so amazing. You're just like <laughs> no. feeling okay about it.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm like crazy, but I'm like. But
0: you're, I mean, you're just such a faithful person. You yeah. can tell through like, oh, what for we need sure. To talk I know so
1: when far. something's gonna like yeah. go wrong and I need to prepare. Like, for me, I was like, wait, no, I feel like she's okay. I feel yeah. like, and I was having to go like three times a week for oh, them wow. to check. I mean, they were really concerned. Yeah. But for me, I was like, for some reason, I'm really? not. She's fine, bro. We're good. I'm like, <laughs> am i just oblivious to what is happening or like is this actually something serious but yeah i just honestly had so much faith that this was like my journey whatever happens like Mm -hmm. is meant to be Mm -hmm. and like is part of my journey so yeah that was i think more stressful for zach than it was for me because him not being in my body and carrying the child he wasn't able to feel that intuition totally and like you know, he's very logical. So for him, he was like, oh, my gosh, like, are you exercising too much? Or, like, are you not eating enough? Or, like, I'm like, I promise you I am. Yeah. I'm like, I promise I'm doing all the normal things, like, just that makes me feel good, you know, yeah. and healthy. Yeah. Um, but, no, they ended up inducing me three weeks early. Okay.
0: So how far along were you when they
1: induced you? I was 36. Okay. 36 weeks i believe hey okay. so yeah. that's like
0: that's like on the borderline of like could be absolutely fine yep could need a lot of attention yes depending because like we said before like your due date is estimated like 2 weeks one way or the other yep so some people deliver at 37
1: mm-hmm. and like
0: their due date was just like 2 days like 2 weeks yep. early you know oh, yeah. or like oh yeah so you could deliver at 36 and be delivering a 34 weeker mm-hmm. which is like A really big deal yeah because there are a lot of things developmentally that happen after 34 weeks yep or you could develop or deliver a 36-weeker and have her be 36 weeks and have her be like little but okay yeah or she could be 38 weeks like you know what i mean it'd be absolutely fine it's just it's so hard to know
1: and you'd think that like they would you know be able to you know just yeah have it figured out but yeah (laughs) i'm like so
0: you're going in at 36 weeks yes
1: But your fear
0: is, like, not there.
1: You're fine. I'm totally fine. It's so weird. But, yeah. (laughs) weird at all. Amazing. (laughs) Three days, actually, before I was induced, the doctor, um, my OB came in and said, no, we need to take her out in three days. Like, it was, like, very last minute. Like, Mm -hmm. she's not growing, like, from, like, what we can see. She's not growing, and we need to take her out. And for me, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, like... I'm so scared. It was, like, I'm so excited. Like, I'm ready to see her. Like, I'm so glad she's coming earlier. Even though, like, most, mostly everyone was very, very concerned for me. I was, like, oh, my gosh, yes, it's here. Like, I'm ready to meet her. Yeah. And so three days later, we ended up going in. so funny. We didn't have anything ready. Like, her nursery wasn't ready. We didn't (laughs) have, like, the normal things, like the diapers and, like, it was was like,
0: we're thinking we have like a month. Oh us. yeah,
1: like, it was fine. so sudden. And knowing me, I do everything at the last minute so bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were literally just like racing. <laughs> literally an hour before I went in, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't get waxed. So I literally made an appointment <laughs> and ran in and said, do you have any open appointments? Like, I'm about no. to go into labor. <laughs> I need someone to wax me down there now.
0: It was so dark. Which I'm like, as the l nurse, I like. We love. We love a clean
1: lady. That's all I have to say. Literally, I was like, "Oh my gosh, if I'm gr- if I'm gonna record this, like, it's got to be cleaned down there." I'm like, "This is bad." So, so I literally run in, and that. everyone was dying. In fact, I had three like estheticians in the room, just like,
0: "Let's get it Like right literally,
1: it was amazing. That is amazing. And it's so funny. It was so painful. Obviously, if you've gone yes. to Brazilian before, it's yes. literally the worst thing ever. But I'm like, if I can do this, I can do, I can do anything. B- I can do birth. <laughs> like, Fine. like literally, it was my me preparing mentally. <laughs> Which, uh, like,
0: let's talk about that for a sec. Did yeah. you Have any? Obviously, things can kind of get thrown out the window when you have a situation, like, oh, yeah. being induced at 36. Yeah. But did you have any, like, hopes for your birth, like, any birth plan, anything that way that you'd been, like, hoping for, preparing for?
1: No, to be honest, I kind of just went in, like, honestly not wanting to hear about anybody's experience. I wanted to make okay. this my own experience for whatever, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to have any hopes or, like, fears. I just wanted to go and say, this is my, you know, births. Yeah, that- story and it is what it is for whatever it is you know yeah so yeah and as you can see I did my Brazilian wax uh, five minutes before Check. so yeah I definitely did not have a plan. <laughs> hey maybe it was in the
0: like footnotes. Yes. I'm sure I'm ready. I know literally I'm like it was meant to be it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so you get to the hospital and yeah. they start your induction I'm curious how they started your induction
1: just because every facility is different yeah so I went in and they did the normal like pap smear and whatever and it's so crazy like besides like the contractions in the beginning obviously that was like the worst part for me getting your cervix checked literally mm-hmm. I'm like why like and like I remember like them doing it at first I'm like okay, if I can barely handle this, how am I going to be able to handle the rest? But it turns out that was actually, like, the worst part. Yeah,
0: it honestly depends, and everyone's body is different, but your cervix can be, like, really posterior is what they call it, where it's kind of, like, up, back, and behind. So to, like, check someone's cervix, you literally almost have to, like, full hand and (gasps) back and wrap around. I know, that sounds, like, so graphic.
1: (laughs) No wonder why I was thinking. Yeah,
0: but, like, it, it can be the most painful thing
1: for I'm women,
0: deformed. Like, before, no, but literally. Like, I'm like, it can be really traumatizing for people. And I feel like a lot of people really do fear, like, their cervical checks because of that. And especially if you have, like, a nurse or a doctor that comes and checks you and they just... You can check gently. I'll yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. And some people obviously... Don't. Don't. And it ruins it for yeah. a lot of people. And it's, like, becomes a very traumatizing, like, scarring situation. Yeah. So... No, oh, yeah. you can say it, be gentle yeah <laughs> they like, can still be effective oh yeah by being done gently
1: oh yeah and I think the nurse that did my pap smear or whatever or cervix check was new too okay. so she's
0: probably just like what am I feeling she's like she's literally like
1: I'm so sorry like the whole time she's like I'm so sorry and I was just looking at Zach I'm like, you're
0: like wait
1: Zach's like I cannot be in this room I'm like how do you expect to be a doctor <laughs> yeah you're
0: like bro OP is not for you yeah.
1: <laughs> no but um so yeah, that was basically like the worst part. Um, and then, so were you dilated at all at thirty six? No, okay. I was not dilated at all. Okay. Um, and Which I is think fairly
0: common. Thirty six would be early for you to be kind of like dilated. Yeah.
1: And I think I was sixty percent face. Okay, that's um, good.
0: So that's like how thin your cervix is yeah. being in order to like help it dilate. It has to get to a hundred. Yep. So that's like a really good sign and means you're like favorable.
1: Yep. Is what they call it for yep. induction. Yep. And so, um. Yeah, so then, I'm trying to remember, it was so late at night that, like, I can't remember all the things that happened, so they obviously put in, um... Did they put, like, a pill
0: in your... Yes. By they, your cervix? Maybe?
1: No, they gave, gave me oh, a Oh, did you take
0: it orally? Okay. Yes. So you can place it one of two ways. Oh, they really? Have, mm-hmm. They'll either wow. have you take it orally, or they'll put it in vaginally, like, right by your cervix, um, and it helps it, like, more centralized. Yeah. Learn something cool. new every day. So, you took it orally? Yes. Love it. And
1: then they also, I don't think that was doing anything. Okay. And so then they uh, put up, I forget what it's called, but it's the balloon. The balloon. Okay.
0: Yes. So, it's just a catheter that they fill with saline? Yes. That like simulates the baby's head essentially, uh-huh. putting that pressure on the cervix. Yep. How did you feel with the balloon?
1: So. The first three hours, I'm going to be honest, it was actually hell. Um, And, like, they're like, you're only dilated out of one. I'm like, you're kidding me. I'm, like, in, like, so much pain. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. I didn't know that I could immediately ask for Mm the um, epidural. Yes, the epidural. And so I was literally for, like, four or five hours straight just – Miserable. Miserable. And then finally the nurse comes in. She's like, are you sure you don't want to take the epidural now? I'm like, no, I want to take the epidural. I'm like, I've been waiting for it. Are you kidding me? I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, my gosh. Okay, let's, like, get this started. And it's so funny. Like, I was in so much pain. I didn't even realize. And, like, I was shaking that the only thing that I was worried about was not the pain when they put in the epidural, but that I was going to move when they – like put the epidural in yeah Yeah.
0: and that's like such a. I I don't want to say like a fear that's like I don't know I feel like everyone has that fear yeah the placement of the epidural is so scary yeah and it is to a point because if you move and they slip into your spinal space yeah your epidural becomes what they call like a spinal instead of an epidural and the way the numbing medication works is it would hit you from like your ribs down instead of just your hips down So it makes you, like, totally immobile. And, like, if someone were to have a C-section, they convert it to, like, a spinal so that you can't feel anything on your Uh, belly. So, like, there's a purpose for it, but if you're planning to have a vaginal delivery, you don't really want to be, like, paralyzed from your ribs down. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... That can be scary, sitting there and being like, okay, I'm in so much pain. How do you expect me to sit still?
1: Oh, yeah. like, And I'm bro. like, yeah. And I'm like, obviously, he's probably done this before, but I'm like, <laughs> um, like I
0: hope you're good at your job. I'm like, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, sure, but I cannot stop shaking. I'm like, do you, do you have this under control? Because I don't. Like, <laughs> literally, it's bad. <laughs> Did
0: you feel like your nurses were like, supportive or did you feel like you more relied on like Zach or was your mom there? I don't even know. Who oh was, yeah. So, I didn't even
1: ask. um, they only allowed two people Okay, and, um, they at first only allowed, no, actually, sorry. Um, I'm trying to remember everything. Um, yeah, they only allowed two people but it's not like you could switch off between two people. It had to be okay. only two people within the whole
0: mm-hmm.
1: whole experience. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> um, but no, the nurses were so supportive and just so like, like literally they were like my rock stars the whole time. But to be honest, the reason why I can't remember a lot of it is I was so out of it. And it was in the middle of the night. Which so
0: You're already like, I'm up in the middle of the night. I'm tired. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, for most of it, I was honestly asleep. Kind of nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, your epidural placement went well. I'm yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. And then you were able to rest. Yes.
1: Okay. And by the next night, or no. So, they put in the epidural. So, I showed up at 12. They put in the epidural at 5, 6 a.m. Okay. And then I was dilated to, I want to say, like. 6 by like 5 p.m. Oh, amazing. Yeah, That's and way then in progress. and then I was ready to give birth by like 8 p.m.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So once you were completely dilated, yeah. Did you feel like you like snapped back into it you know, oh yeah been I like, was like I'm ready
1: to do okay. this I'm ready to go I'm so excited it's so funny because like I feel like I was expecting to be scared at this point but for me I was just so excited to see her that I was like let's get the show on the road yeah like let's freaking go and um it's so funny because like actually so like 5 6 p.m. I think it was dilated at like a 6 and then out of nowhere they went to check where I was dilated at, and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, you're ready to go. But the my OB wasn't there or mm. ready. Mm-hmm. So they're like, no, we're going to have to, like, start now. So I, they're like, let's just start pushing. And literally within, like, the first two minutes, they're like, oh, like, she's ready to come out right now. Like, okay. we need the OB now. I was going to
0: say, so your pushing was good. Yes. <laughs> Which yes. is fantastic because sometimes, and this is, like, the L&D nurse in me is, like, yeah. First time moms, they usually yeah. can't figure it out for a sec. And so yeah. it's like, you'll practice push with them a couple times. Yeah. Most of the time the doctor is not there because yeah. they expect like, okay, a it'll few probably take minutes. like an hour for her to push this baby yeah. out. So like, yeah, we'll just check. But they're like, oh, this baby is coming oh, down. Yeah. Like, and maybe
1: I'm over exaggerating. Maybe it wasn't two minutes. It but, was like five. But still, five, that's ten. amazing for yeah. you to
0: like. For them to be like, Oh, we need the doctor now, that means you're good,
1: yeah. And I was <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, and they're like, Okay, push. And I was just having a great time. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so fun! Like, my baby's coming. Is <laughs> I'm amazing. like, This is amazing. I'm so excited to see her. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, that's so and the whole time, Zach was like, Are you doing okay? I'm like, I'm just fine. <laughs> like, I In I fact, great. I was cracking jokes with like <laughs> the op like, or the nurses, and I was like, I can do this every single day. Everybody was like, cracking up they're That's like amazing. who is this chick like <laughs>
0: they're like please have 10 babies I'll like, maybe be your nurse like literally
1: <laughs> and so literally as her head is coming out the obi walks, walks in. in some random obi it's not even my obi okay some so they have get like the hospitalist
0: yeah amazing.
1: and she was just just like ready they're and ready to go and it's so funny she like looks over to zach and is like "Oh, no 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 sorry sorry my original OB was a girl. It was a guy. It was a random guy. Sorry, oh, I'm, I'm all over the place. No, um, you're fine. He, like, looks over to Zach and's like, do you see that? And it's, like, her head and has so much hair. And he's yeah. like, what is that? <laughs> he's like, he's what like, is He's like, that's that her weird? head. Do you want to touch it? He's like, oh. <laughs> I feel like dads,
0: like, all jokes aside, yeah. they're either, like, all in like this is so cool I want to touch it I want to catch the baby or they're like in the corner like please tell me when the baby is out no I don't want
1: to see for him I think it was both like he was like scared for me and yes. like obviously it's traumatizing for anyone who sees like a live birth yeah. and this was like his first time yeah. but then at the same time he's like this is so cool yeah. so it was it was just funny to that witness funny. though <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but um but yeah so um I ended up Uh, just um, delivering her perfectly and it just all went perfect and I think the first hour we can we were concerned because typically with like a um, premature baby like they're having to you know check their temperature constantly and then um, they could also end up in the NICU and so but the whole time I just felt so calm like I was like everything's gonna work out like everything is fine and I just felt so peaceful about it and I think you know like the first 24 hours it's like the best feeling you're like I literally can't believe I did this and it's this like love that you can't explain like it's something I'd never experienced before and especially because for me I'd been thinking about her and who she is and like honestly like our friendship in the last life that i'm like oh my gosh she's finally here like my best friend's here like mm-hmm. and so for me like i remember every hour just crying every time i looked at her i would just cry i'm yeah. like i'm <laughs> so sorry but i just i love her yeah. so much
0: yeah, she's probably like, are you okay,
1: you okay girl All like literally life. are you good i'm <laughs> like yeah
0: like these are happy tears i swear i know
1: but the whole process i'm like like breastfeeding her for the first time, I mean, just I just cried about literally everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect though, because like you can tell your calling was just, yeah, to become a mother, yeah. And oh, like, yeah, like whether it was your timing or not, yeah, like, for just, sure. You like came into it and you've rocked it since, for sure. So, when she was born, I'm curious, like size wise, how did she compare to how they thought she would be? So, she
1: ended up being five pounds and six ounces.
0: So not tiny, no, like, small but not tiny.
1: Yeah, and at thirty six weeks, yeah, I mean, if if she was still cooking in the oven, like, like I feel she like she
0: could have been a nine pounder if you went to forty. Like literally, <laughs> but literally, like, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and like no issues. No. Nope. she was fine.
1: Nope, she was fine. Wow. Yeah. So
0: all the concern again, yeah. like just a testament that everything's an estimate. Oh yeah, which can be so frustrating yep. on the back end. Like, were you frustrated that she was? Obviously, you wouldn't want her to not be okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> but oh, like, yeah. were you like?
1: Yeah, She's I was, fine. yeah, like I, no, I was definitely like, okay, do you guys have a reason for that? Like, yeah, and nothing was wrong with my placenta, nothing was wrong. Yeah. And I feel like they just made a mistake, yeah. but they still need to be sure, you know? Yeah. Um, Maybe
0: you just like carry differently. I know that sounds funny, mm-hmm. but like sometimes once you get past like 35 weeks, like the baby will drop, which yeah. makes your belly smaller. Like, yep. You know what I mean? There's so many different things yep. and factors that go into it. Yeah. that you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you make it seem like it's something it's not.
1: So for sure. Yeah. Kind of lame,
0: but I'm yeah. so thrilled for you that it Nora worked Was though. healthy, obviously. You know what I mean. Like,
1: but and to be honest, I'm kind of grateful for it, which sounds yeah. weird because I didn't have to go through like the hardest part, which is the
0: last like four weeks. Exactly. <laughs> like
1: enough. I'm like okay, I'm set. Like,
0: no, I went to 41 weeks <gasps> off, and I'm like, <gasps> no. I know, I'm like the weirdo though that won't be induced. Like I, I just like know my body does it on its own. Like I went yeah. to labor on my due date with Lewis and so I was like okay like I know my body does it when it's ready let's just run with it yeah and when they gave me Ralph's due date when I was brand new pregnant they were like I just knew it was wrong like I was like you're gonna come later than that like I don't know but that's wrong yeah and then I got to his due date and like nothing was happening and I was so disappointed because I was like, "Come on, we are due date people. <laughs> Get out of me!" I was so not mentally prepared to go past my due date. Oh my gosh! But like, forty-one weeks. Oof! Like, I was not prepared. Let's <gasps> put it that way. It was just so mentally hard to do those last. And did you do the epidural? Days. Yes, at the very end. Yeah. Wow. Oh well, I'll share my birth story some other time. I'm like, this I need to hear. About me. I'm
1: like, I need to hear about this. <laughs> what? No, but
0: <laughs> but it's true. Those last four weeks, no joke. Uh, so kind of nice that you didn't have to do that yeah but also kind of good to know in the future like you plan on having more children oh yeah yeah okay so maybe just like something you tell your next provider that you just don't carry big like you know I mean that's a thing
1: yeah yeah 100% honestly because it went so well I'm like honestly hoping that maybe i can get induced early again yeah because yeah. it went so well yeah like,
0: for sure and they definitely do like 39 week in, inductions like routinely that's yeah that's very very normal yeah but maybe you can like fudge it a little yeah 37 i'm like <laughs> so it worked
1: out this uh first time so let's try it again <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no how
0: amazing though i'm so glad that like birth went smoothly yes everything kind of adjusted smoothly but how is it kind of like
1: Postpartum? Yeah. Coming into
0: motherhood. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, it's a whole new
1: animal. That was really tough. I have to say it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, And it's so funny, like, when you're going through it, like, at least for me, like, I was on, like, in survival mode for so long that I didn't realize how bad it was till after. Mm -hmm. till like, I was, I overcame all of it. Um, But it was really hard because we... I wasn't, but Zach was so concerned about like her, um, her weight and her being like a preemie. Mm-hmm. Um, the pediatrician suggested suggested that we don't surround her with anyone who's not vaccinated, and okay. um, it was really really hard for me because my whole family is not vaccinated. And so, but, you know, at the end, end of the day, like, her health is, like, priority.
0: Yeah, but I can imagine that was really hard.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, especially because it was during finals for him. And so I was so doing... like,
0: it, I'm all alone.
1: All alone mm-hmm. for the first three months. And, like, I would call my mom and cry. And, like, just, I wish you were here. I wish you could be here. It was hard for my parents, too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, they ended up getting... Um, what's it called. They got RSV. Yes, they ended up getting RSV Ooh. a week later. So it was like, honestly, like a
0: blessing in disguise.
1: I, at first, I was so mad about it. I yeah. was like, "How could you do this to me?" But like at the same time, like I knew what Zach's intentions were. Like he yeah. was protecting our child. Like, and they ended up getting sick. So it was like, okay, like it, like honestly, he was right. Like yeah. he had intuition, and yeah. like it was the right thing to do. So they ended up getting that. Um, and, but the whole process, I mean, you know, the first few months are like, oh my gosh, like to even think about it, like, you're just like, oh my gosh, did I actually do that? Like, did I actually survive off of three hours of sleep a day? Yeah. Still, and the first three months, um, I literally, like, I, I've never suffered with depression my whole entire life. Like, it's never been an issue for me. And for me, I was like, you know, had the same feelings that most moms feel, which is like the identity crisis and not feeling like yourself. And especially when you don't have that support, that can really take a toll on you.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And also, most of my friends were also not vaccinated. So I literally didn't have wow. anyone.
0: That like breaks my heart for you.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it was it was really, really hard. But, again, the whole time that I was honestly suffering, I was like, this is part of it. Like, this is part of my journey, and, like, I knew this was going to be hard. This is what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, um, two months after I gave birth, I posted on my TikTok of my pregnancy journey. And I actually initially went on there to just edit my video and then post on Instagram. But I was like, well, why not just post it? Mm -hmm. It blows up. It gets, like, 9 million views. Oh, my god. Yeah, in a month. And I gained 60,000 followers in a month. And, like, literally, I kid you not, it was, like, low-key, like, the biggest blessing. Because it distracted me from all the pain that I was going through. That, it's, it's weird to say, but since my video blew up, I've never looked back of, like, how hard it was. Like, I then, like thirty companies in the same month like reached out to me saying we want to work with you and I was like, My gosh, this is crazy. Like, what are the odds? And so this whole year I've been just from that one random viral video, I've been now making content creations, like my full time job and this is my last year doing videography. But it's kind of crazy how everything falls into place. Like the beginning of the year I was so lost, didn't know what I was gonna do. I got pregnant and now I'm like creating videos with her and obviously there are like very toxic things about TikTok and social media and whatnot, but I truly feel like I like was meant to do this yeah. and like hopefully inspire other young moms that are going through the same thing and yeah.
0: And, like, to that point, Jen, like, when I say I literally was laying in bed laughing at your videos, and I was like, oh, my gosh, my, like, six-month postpartum, like, depressed self on two hours of sleep is belly laughing at this chick, like, with her baby. But I'm serious. Like, you are doing things for moms out there, and it really is. Like, it's, like, this jovial, like, whatever, funny outlet. Yeah. But it really does, like bring joy
1: to people oh yeah you know what I mean like yeah.
0: you found this new identity
1: for that, like,
0: sure is you and yeah. it's just you're amazing and it really is like such a purposeful thing for others out there yeah and so
1: well it's I'm so funny because you. even though it's such a fun thing for me like I like traveling and filming weddings mm. like is nearly impossible with like a, a baby and a yes. uh, husband that's trying to That's get kind into medical of school. MIA so like no other choice of him being in school. Exactly. Like. So that was like a stressful thing cuz I was yeah. like, okay, how am I going to do this in the next 15 years? So, and I told you like financial or financial stability is so important to me, and so the whole time I was like, you know, everything's going to work out. And turns out I can make more money posting a 15-second video on TikTok than I can to with two weddings, yeah. which is absolutely insane Crazy. and when people say like how did you do it i'm like it wasn't me it was heavenly father like he yeah. put this like literally and obviously there are times where i'm like okay like i need to set my intentions because it, it can be very toxic I at times it's kind of hard to balance for sure yeah. and or i'm like... still figuring that out yeah. but right now i've seen it as like part of my journey and part of like inspiring others and yeah yeah
0: and it's what you're doing yeah yeah. So I guess just to wrap up,
1: yeah like
0: one piece of advice for someone entering motherhood, whether it be on their timeline or a surprise timeline, what's like the one crowning thing you wish you could tell someone that was in your shoes like nine months ago?
1: Yeah, I'd say
0: I guess not nine months. How old is Nora?
1: She's almost a year. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay, so it's been a minute. Yeah
1: time flies when you're having fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um biggest advice probably would be to, to not compare yourself to others, and make it your own journey, like, make it your own story, and make it as part of, like, becoming who you are as a person, as a mom, as a friend, as a daughter, and, like, make that, yeah, just part of, like, your journey, and, like, ha- like, don't forget to, like, have fun, too, and, like, be present in the moment and
0: yeah well you guys know that I am a total sucker for a good birth story and Jen's is just that I hope you walk away from today's episode inspired by Jen's positivity her faith and the joy that she has found in her motherhood journey if you haven't already for sure check her out on Instagram and TikTok at Jennifer Affleck for just the absolute best videos I promise you will not be disappointed As always, if you aren't already, follow me along on Instagram at undereducated.pod and you know what to do. Catch us here next week for another episode.